I do think you have like a brilliance and a creative and something inside of you that you just pretend is not there and it's really annoying. It's like, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, like it's like you're a boss and you're like really a boss and a leader of an, of like an enterprise, but you play like a sheep and like an employee. Don't cry, babe. <laughs> <laughs> babe, don't cry. You asked me the question, didn't I ask? I, I don't know why I'm crying. What the heck? I don't know what just happened. Babe, I, I wasn't trying to be mean. I know it's not like sad tears. They're just tears. <laughs> Something's wrong with me. Oh God! If I you're really pregnant again, I'm, I'm soon. <laughs> Hello, hi, this is Melanin, and I'm Belief Mel, and we are here with episode seventy-five of How, How Married, Married Are, are you? you? My name Belief is. Hello, I'm Mrs. Melanin. And I'm Belief Mel. And we're here with episode 75 of How, How Married, Married Are You? My name Belief, this is Yvette, and we've been married nine years. We live in California and we have four, four kids. kids. Relationships are scary and it's very necessary that we share all of our struggles and we ask how, how married, married are you? Every Tuesday and Thursday, shawty. If you're listening, you're in the wedding party. Sometimes it's deep and sometimes it's lighthearted. That's okay, we about to get it started. It's, it's chocolate, chocolate baby. baby story time. Uh, chocolate baby story time. Let's go. It's chocolate baby story time. Uh, and the Two and a three and it's chocolate baby story time. All right, Maya. I have one. Go ahead. But you can go. No, no, no. You go. No, you go. I don't have one. Okay. Well, guys, you ever have a moment in parenthood where you're like killing it? Oh, <laughs> are we? Are you? We are killing it. Oh, okay. Um, it wasn't it wasn't anything that I did, but it was more of an internalization that I realized my child had. So this morning, the boys were sitting at the table and they were playing Connect Four, and um, they were having a conversation or something, and they were talking about themselves. And then they said, "And mom and dad." However, Anaya is sitting on the other side of the table, and she's hearing them, and they're like, and she's like, "And me." And they didn't hear her. And she just kept saying, and me. And she just kept saying it. <laughs> and she said, and me. And then finally they acknowledge her. And then she goes, me is beautiful. Me is smart. And me is strong. Wow. But she says it with such conviction. It's like you have no choice but to believe her. And in that moment, I was like, yes, baby girl. You are all of those things and more. And your dad and I are the ones that have helped you to realize and acknowledge that because mm -hmm. she's awesome. like y'all aren't gonna forget about me i've got a lot going on over here yeah and i just loved it that's so it cute really proud and dramatic <laughs> <Just like her. laughs> she's so dramatic she really is well that's awesome yeah i loved it uh while i was gone you shared a photo with me of theo oh sleeping 
So I left out of town for this week. I, uh, I went. I hosted a YouTube Black Dinner. First what? of all, say what? First of all, I was I was very nervous because you know, like all the YouTube stars were there. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know, um, Supreme Dreams one or it was this um, RCA uh, com- comedian group. Uh, King Vader was there. Uh, Miles was there. Like Jackie Aina was there. Uh, Chaz Smith was there. Like everybody was there, and, and I was hosting along with Will DeBeast mm-hmm. um, Adams, and he and we did an amazing job. And I did not think it was going to go that well, but it did. And so while I was and I did that, and then I also did the um, Dad 2.0 moderation in DC. So I flew back as soon as I could. Um, <laughs> but while I was gone, Yvette sent me a picture, a video of Theo sleeping in the bed with a picture frame that he. He, he, her, first of all, he gave me the picture frame to put it next to my bed. It was of him and me. Yes. To put next to my bed. Right? Mind you, for the longest time, it was a picture that was in their room. Yeah. Like in his room. And then all of a sudden, it showed up on Glenn's nightstand one night. Yeah. And I guess he wanted me to have it. So I was just like, <laughs> all right, man, thanks. And then um, it got to the point where he started, you know, he, he moved it back in his bed because yeah. he missed me. Like the night that Glenn went away. I don't know what happened, but I went in there. Oh, they left the light on (laughs) in their room, but they were asleep. So I went in there to turn the light off and I saw Theo sleeping with this picture. I'm like, what the world? Yeah. And then the Raya was jumping on his bed and ended up stepping on the picture frame, breaking glass inside of Theo's bed. You didn't tell me Raya stepped on it. You just said it broke. Raya stepped on the towel that was on top of it. So so I came home and I I told him I, I loved him. I missed him and all that. But then... I was like, man, you can't sleep with stuff like this in your bed. I lift up his pillow. There were Legos, blocks, yeah. le- like all types of like things that he's just been collecting from all around the house, all mm-hmm. in the bed. And that picture with the broken glass. Mm-hmm. Like this fool is laying down, sleeping with shards of glass. Could be stabbing him in the forehead and he ain't got no hair. Mm-hmm. It's going to protect him. <laughs> so he cried because I took the picture out of his bed. Oh, well. Oh my goodness. That's chocolate baby story time. Indeed. All right, let's go ahead and get into the topic for today. Today I figured we'd have a little bit of fun. Have you guys noticed that we're a little bit more awake? At least I am. Are you? Yeah, I'm a little bit more awake than, <laughs> than usual. <laughs> it is actually before seven PM. It's actually daytime outside. It's daytime. The sun is still shining in the sky. Um we usually record this podcast after nap time. But after, we're moving on up in the world. I mean, after, after bedtime. bedtime <laughs> after we've ra- wrestled the kids and finally got them to sleep. And, and Uzi is like on a temperamental like, are you, is he going to stay asleep? Yeah, Let's do this real quick. Hope, yeah. um, but we managed to do it while um, we still have our nanny. So yep. um, anyway, we're going to have a little bit of fun with this episode. I kind of picked out three questions for us to answer. And the thing is, I picked these randomly. I'm not going to explain how I picked them randomly, but I did pick them randomly. And um, it's interesting, the three pick questions that we ended up with. I'm going to save the best for last. But this first question is, I think I'm going to ask you the question as if, because it says, if I. So I'm going to say, if I, Yvette. If I had the opportunity to work in another country, would you come with me? If you had the opportunity to work. (laughs) Why you stop there, though? Uh... Would I come with you? If you had an opportunity to work in another country, would I come? Yes. Use a lie. I would. You thought too hard. I had to think about it. Like, could I still work? 
you would still be able to do everything. Yeah. Except yeah, because everybody you work with is not even necessarily in, right here. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would, I would come. Hey guys, the Are y'all vlog. Convinced? I'm hey not. guys, we're going to Spain. <laughs> really good thumbnail title. Really good title. For our first week in Spain. That's so many daggone titles, and I'm good. For how long are we gonna be there? <laughs> the only person we'd be missing is um, George. Oh, and my mom. <laughs> Look at your mind and where my mind is. Your mind's on childcare, and my mind's on George because I feel like he's been helping really a lot with you. And usually, that it would be swapped. Yeah, I would say George. <laughs> No. Yeah. And you would say my, my mom. mom. <laughs> right. Okay. I yeah. guess that was an easy one. So yeah. good. We start out lighthearted, lighthearted. We all know now if we flip the question and we ask, if you ask me that question, I'd be like, where what time are we leaving? Yeah. Well, how many bags I got a pack? Yeah. Yeah. So I would definitely go. What? So <laughs> this next question is actually kind of interesting given our last Thursday topic was oh. about friendship but this next question says in what ways do my friends reflect who i am would you answer once you answer the question for me okay in what ways should i pick three randoms too yeah okay cool i'll pick you three do randoms that too. because i feel like i know i'm not i know okay <laughs> not gonna tell you how we get into questions <laughs> you know you gotta secure the bag yeah. <laughs> okay one two and I'm not gonna lie, I'm struggling to see right now because I um You don't have your glasses. I don't have my glasses. It's crazy how blind I really am. Okay, go ahead. So in what In way, what ways do my friends reflect who I am? Your friends are carers? Carers? Carers. They care caring. for caring. <laughs> they yeah. Um they care for people well. They care about you, you care about them. They're very caring people. Mm -hmm. I would say that your friends, um, hmm, what ways do your friends reflect who you are? I think your friends also, some of your friends also have like a interested in, are interested in adventure. Mm. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they are very like, you know, curious about the world and want to do things and experience the world. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Why? I was wondering. And then I would say all your friends, okay, here including we go. you, okay, have a lot of baggage, <laughs> a lot of uncovered baggage. Hey, I can't find my bags. The airline lost my baggage. You know what I'm saying? Baggage claim. You don't know where your stuff is, but it's in there. What? And once you find that bag, that baggage, and open it. It's a lot underneath. Okay. Should we do the last one? Should we just do all my three questions? Yeah, sure. Okay. And then this one says. Were you insulted by that? The you have to agree part, with that. The baggage part was a little offensive. Yeah. But all y'all got baggage. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Are you not? Okay. Okay. No, we do all have baggage. Yeah. Like I have baggage too. I mean, but my I baggage like, is a little but, bit more no, open. No, listen, 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 listen. The thing that, that is kind of whatever about it is that it's like. How are you going to say all your friends have baggage? Like all people in the world have baggage. Yeah. But some people have baggage and it's like obvious your friends like have baggage, but have a like a mirror up in front of them. You know what I'm saying? So it's like as soon as you try to tell them about that, ah, 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 look at yourself. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, so it's like, you know, I think a lot of my friends 
they all have issues, but they're super aware of them. And we're all just kind of like, yeah, man, I'm jacked up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. That's I, feel like, I feel like I feel like my core friends realize that they have baggage and, you know, whatevs. But okay. Okay, I would say that. We'll go on to my last question. The last question is, what do you think would help improve our relationship? Dun, dun, dun. I think more like time together uninterrupted. Mm. I think a lot more physical touch that doesn't involve sex. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like super challenging things like 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 some corny stuff, like a lot of corny stuff will probably be beneficial. Like look into my eyes for 20 seconds every 30 minutes. Like stupid <laughs> stuff like that. Every 30 minutes? You know how like they do them challenges? Like I saw this one thing on Instagram today and someone was like, yeah, I just completed my such and such and such and such. And it was literally a bunch of men like dancing in a circle with no shirts on and it was like one of those like you know manhood like things and i was like i would never go to that <laughs> i would never go to that but i probably need to go out there and you know what i'm saying do something weird like that because i'm so blocked off mm. um but a lot of those little like and here's a relationship exercise that you can try like that probably would be very good for us um especially in the season some type of routine that would keep us, you know, well connected spiritually and, and like emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be the thing that I think would. Because, yeah, because right now we are very productive. We are a team. We are working together um, in a house. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, we both have our own goals and stuff like that. But I think if we went more spiritual, emotional. Um, a lot of the other desires when it comes to work or just being around each other would be a lot more simple and easy. Mm, Yeah. Okay. Those are my three. All right. My first question is what's the one thing I could do that would dramatically improve my life? Therapy. Therapy. I think that if you were to commit to going to see a therapist and sorting through, (laughs) don't look at me like that. Why are you looking at me like that? Uh, okay because you feel like i feel like you think you're your own therapist and you're aware of all your issues and all the baggage that you're carrying Uh but being aware and doing nothing about them is no better than not knowing about them doing nothing about them you think i'm doing nothing come on now if we talk about some of the major key relationships in your life you are not doing anything to sort through those things well okay here we go i would say Mm -hmm. that i have made uh tries in the past Mm mm-hmm and I have done things. I haven't not worked on it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm more closer to going to work about work on it than I am to talking about it. You're closer to going to work. I'm, what? I'm glo- I'm closer to working toward the rec- the reconciliation uh-huh. than I am to talk about it with someone else. Like it's easy for me to talk mm-hmm. about it, but I'm 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 more closer to working toward it. Okay. I would say. Okay. What else? Therapy. What was the question? Let me see. What's, Can you hold the question? Actually, never mind. It's just the one thing. So the the one thing that would dramatically change your life, improve my life. You don't want to hear all the other things. You can go ahead. No, Give me a couple more. Give me a couple one. more. No, I think therapy would. I think therapy would drastically improve your life. I think. But I also feel like I have a, bit, a lot of very smart, challenging friends. Who? But are are you being challenged? Yeah. In that way. I think so. 
I think so. I'll tell you one after. Okay. What do you think? I think my sexiest quality is my sexiest quality. <laughs> what do, do you, can you like prop the questions up so I can receive them? What do you think? I think so. What do I think you think is, is your sexiest, sexiest quality? <laughs> this is about to get super embarrassing. <laughs> uh, your mind. My mind. Yeah. Your creativity. I know what I think your sexiest quality is. That's not the question. Okay, what do you think it is? What do you think is yours? Mine. Yeah, like, well, can you tell me what you think your sexiest quality is? I have um, no clue. Um, I'm so hard on myself. It's very difficult. You don't have anything sexy that you think is sexy? I think I'm getting sexy. That's for dang <laughs> on sure. You're right, babe. You could tell I'm strutting around the house with a whole different confidence. <laughs> I like it. Something different in the I air. I do. I love it. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I think... uh. I don't know. I try not to. I'm not into nepotism. Seriously? Okay, now you're being challenged. You have to name some sexy thing about you. I think. I don't think about myself that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, What's the one thing that you're just confident you got it going on then? Oh, that just sounds so like... Just answer the question, for This is something Tay Diggs would say. Like, <laughs> Tay Diggs would be able to answer this no problem. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wouldn't... I couldn't do it. Okay, so nothing at all. Nothing. I, I, what, what is my sexiest quality? Okay, what's the most attractive thing about you? Oh, man. This is rough. The most attractive thing about me. Can I skip this one? No! Let's, let's skip it and come back to it. I'll try to figure it out. Okay, okay. How would you describe my relationship with to money? That's a that's one. a like I feel like there's different categories to this question. Mm -hmm. There's business, there's household, and there's Yvette. Mm. <laughs> I'm not in there at all. Like, how would you spend money? Um, mm -hmm. I feel like business and you is the same. Okay, but maybe I'm wrong. Your relationship to money. Um, I think you have a pretty healthy relationship. I think you are slow to spend, but when you do spend, you just start spending. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you do a lot, like you do a lot of, okay, it's in the cart. Okay. No, it's out the cart. It's in the cart. It's out the cart. And then you do a lot of research and reviews and do this, that, and the other. And then you're like, okay, I'm just going to purchase it. But then when you do that one thing it's like a trigger yeah and it's like okay i gotta get this and that and this and that and this and that and this and that mm -hmm. that's exactly how it happens <laughs> and so um because yeah. it's like if i i'm like oh, i gotta buy this too because i'm not gonna want to later <laughs> yes <laughs> but I, the thing is like i've most of the things i'll buy i've already been looking at for like a yeah. year Yeah. Mm -hmm. i've been looking at for like yeah i'm gonna wait till i get, see some bad reviews and see what's wrong with this see if i can live with it mm -hmm. um yeah. Okay, we have to circle back now. What do you think is your, what is your sexiest quality or what's the most attractive thing about you? How, what do you feel is your most attractive quality? I feel like my most attractive quality I think would have to be my this is going to be um it's going to be kind of weird, but I think my perseverance. Mm. I think 
you know, like fighting through, you know, the thoughts I have and the situations I'm in and, but still being able to make something, it's, it has to do a lot with work and creativity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it would definitely be more like the internal, like hustle and I feel like that's attractive, mm-hmm. you know, when you, you want to sleep, but you stay up and work and you go off. I mean, like, even though I don't think it's healthy, I think me deciding to, you know, get four hours of sleep in order to, you know, spend time with the family or whatever. Um, or, or like that, that balance between, you know, I really want to stay and work, but I have to go home and help with the kids and I come home. Like, mm-hmm. That sacrificial, like, I'm a dad and a husband first. That's what I feel like is probably the most attractive thing about me. Mm-hmm. I don't think physically. I mean, I just, you know, at this current moment in time, like, I just remember being, like, so well put together. But, like, when around the time we met before that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I just remember being, but now, like, I feel like it's more internal. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I don't dress up, you know what I mean? When I do, I do, you know. Mm-hmm. I feel like I could pull anything off, but I don't really have to. And I really like being, like, sweatpants and flip-flops. Like, I love it. And I can't get away with that everywhere. That's why I like California. Here we go. Yep. All right. So those were, we each answered three questions, but I think I we should do two more. So, Okay. Because it's only been like this would be a short episode if we stop there. So you pick two cards and I'll pick two. Dang, you just picking two. I'll pick the two for you and you pick the two for me. Sorry, guys. We will um you know, we'll we'll figure out how we're gonna Yeah, talk about talk this. about this. All right. You wanna go first? Go ahead. If you had a daughter what advice would you give her regarding relationships? I do have a daughter. Mm-hmm. My advice. The thing that my advice that I would give her is something that I actually just heard. And it came from George. George was like on his Insta stories. He was editing something for his church. And on the screen, I saw what he was editing. <laughs> but the quote was, um, God did not create Eve because Adam was incomplete. He created Eve because Adam should not be alone. And I think that's a really important thing to consider. Like you don't need a man to complete you or to like yeah. add value to you. You are already complete in and of yourself. But God does like bring people into our life so that we are not alone in that way. So just I guess my advice would be, you know, just be confident in who you are and who you're created to be kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. I'll go. How has our upbringing been different and how does that affect our relationship? Every way. I think, um, you know, you growing up in a church and like, I, I, I think, yeah, I think you growing up in a church has sheltered you mm-hmm. and me not growing up in a church has like allow me to like even though I was sheltered you know what I'm saying because I had strict parents or strict mom and then when I was with my dad a strict dad um I was still going to get the information regardless you know because they weren't always 
around and watching. Um, but I think me being coming from like a broken home, um, I don't value external sources and relationships as much. And you coming from like that tribe village mentality has you valuing the community, mm-hmm. you know, highly, mm-hmm. which I think has a lot to do with a lot of the early problems we had. Like, I'm okay with anyone just stopping by mm-hmm. and me being like, you need to text and call and leave a voicemail. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, me wanting to protect the family, protect our relationship over any other relationship. Um, and you, you know, not so much. I don't think you want to like not protect the family, but I do think you do, you know, care about our service to the community, mm-hmm. you know, which I think you can do that after you invest in your own mm. foundation. Yeah. Um, as far as our relationship, like, is concerned, um, I, I'm, I'm, I, you know, I, I often have concerns about, you know, how we'll end up. Not how we'll end up, I, like, I'm all, I'm willing to like sit on the sidelines and like be angry until we get it back right. Like, I refuse to like pretend everything is okay. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, but I'm more concerned about like, you know, what you've witnessed versus what you have. Mm. Um, I think speak more on what you mean by saying that. Like, you know, what you've seen. Like, I believe that the most what I'm gonna get out of you is what I put into you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And mm. the the value for me is mostly what I'm giving. You know what I'm saying? And I think that because of things you may have experienced or whatever, you may have lacked, you know, what it's like to invest in a man. You know what I'm saying? And you you seem scared to say that. I'm very hesitant. I'm thinking about all the people who are listening. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But I... I'm not scared to say it, but I, I am concerned about their feelings, mm-hmm. you know, but I don't know if many women are like trained and I, I use that term mm-hmm. loosely because I understand how offensive that sounds, mm-hmm. but like on how to like love a husband, you mm-hmm. know, and I feel like a lot of men are like, they're either like completely disrespectful and rude or like servants. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I, you know, I really, I really am invested in you. You know what I'm saying? And so I don't think you're not invested in me at all. You know what I'm saying? But I do feel like sometimes I'm like, yo, the value is in me. Like the value is in you and the value is in me. That's all the value. Now, if we get that, like if we're able to get external value, that's awesome and great and cool. We can also give externally. But the bulk of the, like, most you're going to get out of this life that we're living right now is investing in the the two of us. You know, that's how I, that's honestly what I believe. And I would tell that to any of my friends who would rather be around me than be around their spouse, you know. Mm. And so, yeah, I got deep. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
You told me to expand. Okay. Whose turn is it? Mine. Yours. <clears throat> In the back of your mind, are you scared I'll walk away? Wow. Damn. Sorry. Excuse me. So, um, am I scared, 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 scared? Oh, gosh. You know, I don't really know how to answer this question. I don't. We're still here, guys. We're still here. <laughs> For those of you just listening, we're, we're still here. Uh, I don't know how to answer this question because, like, you know, it's yes or no. <laughs> okay, so I will say, oh gosh, okay, so I will say this it has never been a fear of mine, but as of recent, I realize that anything is possible, yeah, and that I do, like, I do have thoughts. Wow. Not that, yeah, I do have thoughts. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this conversation took a turn. We should have stopped after three. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's not that I am afraid that you will walk away. One a long a while ago, a friend said to me, "Like we're all capable of like anything, really." Yeah. Like I used to think that. I am not capable of having an affair or whatever. And I would love to say that. I would love to say that that is an actualization that will never happen. That's something I will never do. But the truth of the matter is I don't necessarily, I can't really say that. Yeah. You know, like confidently. I can't say that 100% confident. And I know somebody listening right now is probably like, yes, you can. Mm -hmm. Like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, no, no, no. I think that we can all find ourselves in places that we never thought we would be. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes I do let my mind start to wonder. I start to wonder, like, is Glenn really in Washington, D.C. at a Dad 2.0 summit? And, like, yeah, I know. It sounds really crazy, but it's, like, yeah, who's in the hotel room with him? Or, like, like what's happening for real, for real? Mm -hmm. You know, like, your mind just starts to wonder because so many people are caught off guard. Like, they don't know Mm -hmm. that. They didn't, you know, and I don't think that everyone like, and maybe I watch too much TV. (laughs) Facts. Shut up. But I did, I don't know, and I hope I'm not spoiling this for anybody, but there was a recent episode of Grey's Anatomy where um, this woman and her husband went on a camping trip and her husband stood in front, in between her and a bear and got like. Mauled. Yeah, pretty bad. And then she ended up getting injured as well. But they both ended up in the hospital. And she was like, the reason she went on that camping trip was to tell him, she was like, I felt like this would be a great place to tell him that like I had fallen back in love with my high school sweetheart. And meanwhile, like he's over here fighting for his life and she's in her hospital room with another guy, like the guy that she's in love with. And the guy says to the doctors, he's like, I know you guys are judging me and judging us, but you just can't help. 
like who you fall in love with or yada yada it was just a whole thing and I was listening to him talk and you know like the writers of course had some really good words that they mm-hmm. used to express this man's heart and how he ended up here like a homewrecker but it's like I don't think anybody plans to be a homewrecker you know what I mean like I don't know yeah and so Yes, I do watch too much TV. But what I'm saying is that I don't think that we all really are fully aware of what we are capable of until we are there. And I've seen too many people caught off guard by, you know, indiscretions of a loved one that I can't like, like as much as I know that you love me and that you're invested in this relationship, I can't say that like, I don't know, this feels weird to say out loud. Yeah, I mean, I feel you. <laughs> I'm not, like, judging you because I do think you watch too much TV. Like, I think that is obvious. Like, the crap that you watch is, like, why would you torment yourself like that? Yeah. You have, you know. Um, but, yeah, I feel you, you know. I don't think that. But it's not even just TV, though. Do you understand that? That it's it's real life. Yeah, it's real well. life. It's yeah. friendships and people who you come to their aid. Remember we watched the, um, Why Did I Get Married too? before we got married and it's like man this is the most terrible thing ever this is terrible i hated you for a little bit i was like what in the heck if this woman you know what i'm saying like yeah anyway yeah you gotta feed your spirit but i do i agree with you um those thoughts you know they come into your head you know what i mean like what are you supposed to do about those thoughts um and it's you're not you're not wrong for thinking that you know mm-hmm. that like it's not bad that you think that you know mm-hmm. but you gotta like i can't be overcome with fear of like as a result of having those thoughts like the scripture you or know like i can't saying? let them consume me but like the scriptures talk about like taking your thoughts captive yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. and like you really have to you know think about what that means for you but i think you know yeah it's difficult i, I totally feel you in the back of my mind, are you scared I'll walk away? In the back of my mind? Am I scared that you'll walk away? He's a sucker, eat that. No, it's not that. It's um, I'm not scared you'll walk away. I don't think that fear lies deep within me. Like I definitely think if you walked away, I'd be hurt. But I know that we, I would be fine. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that, that feels weird to say. Because it almost makes it seem like you're not important or valuable but it's just like you've always said that no no i haven't always said that our whole dating relationship as a dating this is the first time saying it in marriage because you asked because the question got asked but i don't i don't necessarily i think it'll be difficult and challenging but i know i've seen people survive with less Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and that is one thing that's weird about me is that i'm not super confident in all things but i'm very confident in like who I am as a man, and if you if you leave me, you lost, you lost everything. That's your loss. Yeah, I honestly believe that, and I'm like, ooh, dang, you really screwed up. Anybody, mm-hmm. anybody I've ever worked with, mm-hmm. anybody who's ever fired me from a job, I'm like, see, I was about to just about to start putting in effort. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to start showing off while uh, being here. Now, nah, like anybody I've ever worked with, yes, like I think I think it's even evident. That like for me is like I don't even know if the value was the same after I left. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's how I'm very confident in that mm-hmm. because I'm super loyal. Yeah, you are, and I am going to fight for like everything for us. 
in, in a team, whatever team I'm in. That's how, like, that's one thing about me that's sexy. I feel like it's my loyalty. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. My question, the last one that we're going to do is, what about my relationship to work would you like to change? What about your relationship to work? I think for me, I wish that you were a little hungrier. Mm. You know, for the things that you obviously have skill to do. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I hope that you will put a lot of energy into encouraging yourself to do the things you need to do. Like right now, like in this season, if if you mm-hmm. were me. If I were you. Right. Uh-huh. And I was feeling like you're feeling, you would take me on a hike and talk to me when we got to the top of the hike and talk to me about all the things I could be doing better or with my life or with my work. And we would talk about it the whole way down. That's what that's what would happen. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And yeah, and not not that I don't think you're doing enough. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I do think you have like a brilliance and a creative and something inside of you that you just pretend is not there, and it's really annoying. It's like, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, it's like you're a boss and you're like really a boss and a leader of an, of like an enterprise, but you play like a sheep and like an employee. Don't cry, babe. (laughs) (laughs) Babe, don't cry. You asked me the question, didn't I ask? I... I don't know why I'm crying. What the heck? I don't know what just happened. Babe, I, I wasn't trying to be mean. I know it's not like sad tears. They're just tears. <laughs> Something's wrong with me. Oh, God. If I you're really pregnant again, I'm, I'm suing. Pregnant. I'm suing somebody. <laughs> Yourself? I don't know. I think I cried because that really registers with me. Like, um, God. Like the other day, you know, I you encouraged me to go have that conversation. And when I was talking to her, and the things that she was saying to me, I just walked away like Yvette. Like really, though, you have like you have so much going on in your head. You have so many ideas. You are creative. Like I never considered myself to be a creative, but it just feels like I, like I'm just trying to figure it out, man, because it just doesn't feel like I can pursue those things. But when I walked away from her, this woman, mind you, is a woman who is married to a fellow like creative kind of guy. And she has four kids. So, but she's like, you know, like I can do this. <laughs> she, I was just asking her, like we were talking about capacity and all the things. And um, yeah, I don't know. I just walked away from her feeling like empowered 
And then to hear you say that, like to hear your thoughts toward me in that way mm-hmm. was very like touching, mm-hmm. which I already know that you think that of me, but it, it it's just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I I know that there's so much more that can come from me. And if I am pregnant, I'm pregnant with ideas mm-hmm. and concepts that Praise I want to bring Praise to God. life, but I can't. I, I, I got to figure out what that looks like in this season, in this, in this season. So. Yeah. And I just, you know, I just don't think, you know, of course, like you, you're not, you're not me, so I can't, you won't move like me, mm-hmm. but there's like a, uh, there's something about just like doing it anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't know what it looks like, but you still have to do it like I would like that is not always an option. Yeah. Like not like so you're doing it blind, fine. But you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Like it's about deciding that you're gonna do what you're gonna do and just moving forward. You take the first step, then the second step, then the third step. And you figure it out. It's not about how you're going to figure it out, how it looks. It doesn't matter how it looks. It has to get done. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing where I can't relate. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying to a lot of like people because I'm kind of like he started out with broken iPhones, yeah, broken iPhones. Mm-hmm. Who cares mm-hmm. what it looks like? Mm-hmm. And people were looking at me like I was crazy. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, okay. So sorry, this podcast is probably getting longer than I anticipated. No, it's okay. They want it. But um, so we had mom's group today. Today's Wednesday. We're (laughs) recording this episode the day before it comes out. But we had mom's group today. And the theme in mom's group right now is faith. And I didn't really realize how much I needed to be hearing about faith and like having these conversations and thinking about this in the way that we have been. But today the young woman spoke on faith unhinged. And she asked us the question, what is your faith hinged to? Mm. Um, And she talked about like, you know, she talked about like sometimes faith unhinged makes you look unhinged. Now, I had her as a guest on Yvette Unplugged. So if you are like wanting to really dive into this topic, go back and listen to that plug. Yes. But mm-hmm. when I you what you just said, like one of the things I asked her at the end of each episode of Yvette Unplugged, I ask, you know, for um where I like to leave you guys with a quote or some kind of encouragement. And she, I let her choose a quote this time. And she chose a quote, I think it was by Dr. King, where he says like, um, something about faith is being like, just taking the first step up the stairwell, even though you can't see the entire stairwell. And yeah, I don't know why I brought that up, but I feel like this is one of those things where I have to exercise faith and the visions that the Lord has given me and kind of just, I don't know, using my gifts. Yeah. And I think, you know, the, the, uh, the most irritating part for me is like, you, you cannot lose. And the reason I know that is because I'm right here. Mm-hmm. And like, you have so many other pieces around that. It's like, you don't have to, you literally are starting with so much of an advance than a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so, I almost think it's it would be disobedient for you not to move if you have it on your heart. That's one thing. And then like like even like with the event unplugged, like you got a whole podcast set up in here. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like 
that's super rare. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, you know, it's no way you're gonna be able to fail. And I feel like you're you're so much. The thing is, like, you it's it's not so much that you're you're not a creative. It's just that you're way more systematically mm-hmm. like focused. So if you add the creativity to that, it's mm-hmm. going to be better. You're going to be way more organized. Your files, no, because it's not really about. <laughs> That's not where I thought you were going with that. But uh-huh. No, I do. I feel like it's going to be better than me. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like you're going to go way surpass me, you know, which is really what I want. You know what I mean? Like I don't want you to, I don't want us to be sitting here trying to figure out where we got to stretch this money to like, boom, we got, you know, we put money toward the house. We put money toward the businesses and we give it back. And we're going like on vacation, like that is a goal of yours. Mm-hmm. But it's like, and I'm not saying that you have to take anything away from the family or not be as much of a mom or, you know. But I am saying some friendships are going to sacrifice, is going to suck. You know what I mean for a little bit or something, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's the hard part, you know. But it's not without sacrifice. Like, it's you know. But anyway. Yeah, we reached that part in the episode where we ask you guys how married you are. And so in order to do that, in order to let us know how married you are, you can call us at 760-335-6643 and leave a voicemail. Or you can leave us a voice memo in in our DMs of our How Married Are You Instagram account. Or you can click the button below and leave us a voicemail on Anchor. So if you would like to do that, please do it in one of those ways and just let us know who you are, where you're from, and begin by saying, I'm so married that, and don't forget to end by saying, and that's just how married I am or we are. I'd love to hear um, a husband and wife duo, you know, hear and do that. So, okay. So this, how married are you is an email form, but if you want to leave us a voicemail again, you can do that at 6760- 760-335-6643. Again, that's 760-335-6643 or DMs or the Anchor app. All right. I am so married that I cooked dinner last night for the family and my husband looked at the meal and saw another pot of spaghetti for the third time this month and asked if I could make him shrimp and grits. grits. And guess what? I did. Wow. I served it up with love and some garnish too. Now, now. That's love. That is love. She served it up with what? Love, some yeah. love and some garnish. Yeah, that's a lo- I love that. So love that. How married are you, babe? I mean, well, first of all, let's talk about that because <laughs> like to like make a meal mm-hmm. and then you kind of get like, hey, uh, I noticed that this is the third time this month. month. So that means he didn't had it and he had leftovers then he had it again and had leftovers. <laughs> the second time he's kind of like, man, this is wild. Twice in one month? And maybe if they were consecutive weeks too? That would have been rough. I mean, she could have probably hooked it up, maybe threw some shrimp in there or something like that. Mm, that would be good. You know, she had before. some shrimp, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but yeah, that is love. I, I appreciate that is awesome. this lady for sending this to us. Yeah. So how married am I? Yeah, how married are you, babe? I'm so married that we have some guests coming out of town and they wanted the the so basically this woman was getting married and she got her husband the gift of having dinner with belief <laughs> or a meal with belief. So they're flying out and gonna eat with us. And um I thought it would be cool to you know, for you to come too. You know what I mean? So we can all eat together. So I asked if you wanted to come and you said yes. Thanks, babe. Normally it would just be me and him and I would just try to get the work done. 
uh, film it and make it a thing about me. But mm. I was like, why not just have you that come and you know? What was she gonna do? She wasn't gonna be at dinner with you. They have two other friends coming, so they she was gonna um like hang out with them and just me and him eat dinner. Oh, that's really sweet. Yeah. Okay. I'm married to you. I had one the other day and I didn't write it down. How married are you? We need you to be a little bit more prepared for this podcast. You act like you always have yours. You don't. You I just don't. thought of that. I got belief in fatherhood. What? Can't stand you. I'm so married that we're about to go play tennis for date night. All right. And. <laughs> and. What? I have to say, and you don't say, and. Okay, fine. And that's, that's just, just how, how married, married we are. are.